0: Amy Lewis, she is almost 52 years young, a visionary leader, wife, and mother of two teens, an out-of-the-box thinker, serial entrepreneur, and transformational coach for visionary leaders who's not afraid to tell it like it is, and does things most are unwilling and are afraid to do. Amy's clients have a vision that they can't quite put the pieces together to achieve, yet. I describe it, she describes it like the matrix together. We uncover clients underlying dreams and goals, create clarity and a concrete plan to get them there. Her clients transform themselves in their lives as they custom design blueprints for a life they adore with a business career and bank account to support it, not the other way around. Amy's clients are out of the box thinkers, visionary leaders who know their call to something bigger yet don't quite know what it is or how to go about getting there. Nothing inspires Amy more than to walk besides women as they reignite their personal power to design and create a life they adore. Thank you so much for being here, Amy.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Samantha. I'm so excited to be here. You
0: have so much wisdom to share with listeners, and I learn something every time we connect. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about you and how you became so passionate about being an out-of-the-box thinker, which is my favorite.
1: <laughs> I think it. I thank you so much for the question. And it's like you know, when you are almost fifty-two years old, there's so much. I'm like, where should I start? And it really, if I think about the major things, as we all have these major things that happen to us in our lives, the things that really stand out, it comes from living a really sheltered life in a in a community in a suburb of Manhattan. Uh, 20 miles northwest of Manhattan, but a really sheltered community, and so, like, everything always was, was seemed just wonderful, right? Lived on a great block, lots of families, the families all got together, everyone got along, and so, as you go through life, things get turned upside down to make you rethink, like, wait a minute, what's going on? So, I think a number of things, if I think over time, some big things really stood out for me, which shaped my life, one being diagnosed with Crohn's disease really young, and that gave me my drive and my passion for living, right? Because the doctor, and I don't know if I shared this with you, when I was diagnosed, I was 12 years old and he came into my room, I was in the hospital, all these tests, and this was a really transitional moment for me as a person. He looked me right in the eye. I have no idea if he talked to my parents first. I have no clue. But what I know is he spoke directly to me and he said, you have Crohn's disease and you now have two choices. You can either sit home and wait to get a stomachache, which you will. He's like, you will be sick. You will be uncomfortable. or, Or he said, or you can say tough shit and go out and live life. So that is something that was like, how lucky is that? in that diagnosis, I never would have had that adult. He was likely in his thirties at the time I was 12 and he, and to be, that was just so impactful and so from that i took that drive and i definitely took it far my dad was a very hard worker and he also said life is for the living so when i was really young i was lucky enough to have these ideas of live life instilled so that was that was the beginning and then i started to kind of get in you know get older learn what society expected and really try to fit in which I would imagine that perhaps you and many of your listeners can relate that you're driven, but you never quite felt like you fit in. Can you relate to that? Like, just (laughs) completely.
0: And I've learned as an adult that it's more fun to stand out. But when you're younger and you're going through it, all you want is to fit in.
1: Exactly. Because we are trying to, it is a human need to connect. Right beyond our, our very basic needs. And so we do want that acceptance, but we often look for it in the wrong places just because of what we've learned. So I started to look for success that was not realizing it wasn't my definition of success and doing things various as going to college, going to grad school, teaching for 10 years, which were all wonderful experiences. And I was always the out of the box teacher. Teachers always told my parents she walks to the beat of her own drummer. Like, but as you said, as a kid and a teenager, I was like horrified, you know, that I was so different, right? But maybe not so different now that I have teenagers and encourage them to be themselves. So, always kind of walked to the beat of my own drummer and then really started to prove that I could, you know, I wasn't such an airhead and I. I wasn't always on another planet and I could really do all these wonderful things. But what that did was achieve success on society's terms, leaving me lost and disconnected. So you'd look at it and be like, my gosh, our business is growing. And, you know, I had a studio in a town of 800 people said, you're never going to be successful. I was like, Really? So here I go, creating the studio and building it up and creating the six figures in a town that you're never going to do it. But guess what? I never saw my family. So it was, I had created another of the, we talked about this right before we popped on, I created another sort of trap for myself, another job, another not, and not that I didn't love serving clients, but running a business was different than teaching some classes, which I still do teach classes because I love to, um, but running that type of business, I wasn't home. So the, my passion for out of the box thinking is that even though I never felt like I fit in, especially as a younger person, I was true to myself. I did what made me happy and it allowed me to walk differently in life yet at the same time, Uh, it makes you sometimes feel trapped. Like, oh my gosh, I'm over here. And I just, there's something else, there's something more. There's some transition, transformation. I know that my time is here is limited and this is really good and I'm doing really well. And then you feel guilty because you're doing well but you want something else. So that passion for out of the box thinking and supporting others in that is that we live in a time where anything is possible. And most people are going for the career, the business that they think is going to get them something that someone else has. And it never works out that way <laughs> because it's someone else's dream, right? Definitely. So it's not never-
0: just going to, say, you know, it, it's not even necessary. We don't stop and say, What do I want? Exactly. We, we are surrounded by the noise of what we're supposed to
1: do. Mm-hmm. Or the strategy. I see this a lot with you know, people who don't, who are in nine to fives, everyone doesn't need to leave their nine to five. Like there's this whole big movement where everyone's got to start their own business. And there's a super, you know, there's been a, I don't remember the numbers, um, of the online entrepreneurs through the last 18, 19 months. You do not need to feel if that is your jam and you want to do that. And that's a dream of yours. Awesome. You can do that. But if you are, want to stay in a corporate environment or working, you don't want to run your own business. You just want to be excellent in what you do and create an amazing life for yourself. There's no shame in that. Yet I see all these people kind of being like, I need to leave my nine to five instead of what you just said. What getting really clear on what are my values. So that's something I've realized too, is that people are not clear on their values. And I don't mean like honesty or an honesty is a value but I mean of how are you showing up in life, right? So if you say love is one of my values, how can you go to your nine to five with love? How can you take care of those tasks with love? How can you have that conversation with your boss? And it's that I don't mean like romantic love, I mean with an open heart and listening to hear rather than to talk. So that values piece might be that, you know what I do want to remain in corporate or I do want to be a project manager for somebody else's business, but I need to know what my values are so I can find, I can transform and find that environment where I can thrive and my values are valued and therefore it's a win-win. So and I have
0: to go back to that doctor. What a powerful experience, because I know so many people with Crohn's that weren't given that perspective and they sit home
1: Because they
0: are sick and and it's like, I don't want to go to this event because what if I get sick while I'm there?
1: Mm Oh, 100%. And I can't say that I didn't experience that. So I do don't think that, you know, I, a lot of people are like, oh, it's all sunshine and rainbows. And it's one of the things I've had to learn and I'm still learning is to be vulnerable It sucks when you can't eat it sucks when you go out and you know i've had people in my life who recently said who've known me my whole life oh my god i've never seen you eat before i'm not saying that it's comfortable i'm not saying you're not going to walk in and be like where are the bathrooms or what restaurant can i go to that as a private bathroom until you're ready to commit to another way of eating which has another whole thing, right? You've got to really learn where can I eat? So I don't, I'm not, I don't want to paint it as it's, it's all sunshine and rainbows. But what that doctor gave me was a perspective of this is, shit's. I feel like it's a life perspective. Shit's going to happen in life. Like you, the the rug's going to be pulled from out from under you. You are going to be ambushed in life several times if you're lucky enough to live long. So what are you going to do? Are you going to go and stay home? Or are you going to say, what's my solution?
0: And can- it, it has nothing to do with grief, but it, you're, what, what you're saying reminds me of when I first lost Jim and I did not subscribe to the fake it until you make it mm-hmm. or others. And I was able to choose the things I wanted to do and still go being in my grief. Yeah. And that might have made people uncomfortable, but I, I just I wasn't choo- I wasn't able or willing to put on a happy face. And it was the same thing. I'm not giving up on life, but I'm going to live it my way.
1: Exactly. And that is so powerful, Sam, because that exactly what you said right there and whether you're dealing with grief you're dealing and grief of losing a partner or losing the way of life you've known your whole life over the last 19 months. There's a lot of loss that people are experiencing. And since we don't really talk about it in in our culture, people feel like they have to like put on the happy face. So I love that you are standing up and saying, no, live your life your way. And that's really why I am. So you said, why are you passionate about outside of the box thinking, because what do you need? What what do you want? And what do you wanna make of your life, right? It's your life, so what do you want? And I think that that's really powerful to say, you know what, I am gonna go out, I'm not gonna get stuck. There's a great book called Overcome. It's written by a Navy SEAL and he talks about being stuck on the X. And so that's what this reminds me of. Like he talks about his, the X being the combat zone and he tells his story of like how he should have died. It's incredible if you ever want to read this, the book. It's absolutely, Redman is the last name, inc- Jason Redman, I believe. And he talks about that in actual combat but then he relates that X to losing a partner losing you know a way of life that's what i feel like happened for my dad he lost that he got laid off and his whole purpose was wrapped in that work so what i'm really passionate about is helping people to get really clear on who they are so that when you go out there and the challenges arise you can keep going you can say i'm going to show up but i'm not going to pretend i'm happy if i have a moment or if i have a whole evening (laughs) And like you said,
0: it's not butterflies and rainbows. It was not easy or fun for me, but it was my way. And I, I, I was okay doing it that way because I wasn't meeting other people's needs. I was surviving and getting through it my own way. So I think, I mean, again, what do we really want? Who are we? We, this is not what we are taught in school. We don't have these Mm -hmm. conversations.
1: We don't, and it's so interesting because even in business, when you get down to it, when you're looking at the marketing, it's like, oh, make the $10,000, make 20,000 a month, make 100K a month, you know, or whatever those goals are. And what that is really doing is, and there's nothing wrong with money goals. We, We live in a capitalistic world yet, what I'm finding that that's doing is separating people more and more from themselves. Oh, I'll take care of myself when? And then it takes them years. And I know I experience this because, oh, I'm just gonna hustle and grind because this is what it takes until I get here. And then I'll spend time instead of being like, this is a hard no, like my kids are growing up, right? So I, even though it's, I do have the butterflies in, in as a symbol of transformation, And what I really love about that and the book I shared with you is that that caterpillar has no idea what it looks like to be a butterfly. Can you imagine being a little wormy thing, crawling around eating leaves and like even be able to imagine that you were gonna have these beautiful wings. And I feel like that's really symbolic of what we've done. We've gotten to a point where we know there's something more. We're almost scared to root into ourselves. And this is just what I found on my own journey and then with my clients and and people I've collaborated with. You know, it doesn't, and my colleagues, it's we all share that knowing there was something more and being afraid of what was it gonna look like, right? That's the reason people don't wanna be visible. That's the reason people keep hiding and serving others instead of caring for themselves, right? When my dad died, what did I do? I brought, I served everyone breakfast, right? I did not take a moment to be like, holy crap, my dad just died five seconds ago I'm like who needs to eat and that's another thing we're not taught and for me
0: it wasn't an intellectual like sitting down I need to work through my grief and this is the healthiest way to do I was in so much pain that I just didn't care what anybody else wanted and I don't want other people to have to hit that much pain I'd like to help people before that crash recognize and say who am I what am I doing? Am I, am I enjoying my life? Am I doing this for me
1: or for those people who told me I'd be really good at it? Right, exactly. Because then that's such an interesting thing too, that you say, because really, we, you know, we have this transformation, because we do hit some kind of a rock bottom. And I share that I don't want people to have to go all the way there to like, build up and lose everything, because they're simply not listening to their own intuition. And, you know, to be able to go out there and just be yourself and find yourself. I know it sounds like, oh, (laughs) you know, find yourself. But that is, if you don't know, if you don't inquire that way and be okay and just meet your own needs and uh, discover whose needs are you meeting? Like, I think I was trying to, you know, my dad never always said, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Well, he never did whatever that thing was. He didn't discover it, right? So if I'm trying to, live out whatever that's not going to serve. Same thing. Like don't, you don't need to get to that point. It's looking at those signs that are coming before you hit that rock bottom unless it's forced upon you. Right.
0: And I think it's interesting. Like I was, I'm the good girl. I followed the rules. I got good grades. So as I'm going along in life and people who I love and trust have input, it was like human nature to trust their instincts over my own. Mm-hmm. And when I started to listen to my intuition, it was almost a game. Like, okay, I'm not listening to them for the first time. What's going to happen? Right. And it was magical
1: because I proved me right, not them. <laughs> Which that is a, that is phenomenal that you pr- you proved you right. So taking that prover mentality, but to prove yourself right instead of someone else. And I think again, it's it's the way. That our society is designed is we, you know, kids are born and we want to protect them. And so we are saying, I was just listening to something earlier today, somebody, my son used to, to scream, we would leave places he was very in tune with energy. So we, I didn't really say, oh, you're not feeling that. I I wasn't that way, but there are many people who, like kids will be like, I don't like them. And the parent will be uncomfortable and say, oh yes, you do. Well, they know that there's something going on. And as kids, they're not yet versed in societal niceties. So I'm not suggesting we go and be mean to other people, but that we do trust. You don't have to know why you have that feeling or that excitement that's pulling you to get become a, a certified yoga teacher right or to go learn to ride horses or to go hike that trail on take six months and hike the AT right like those pools are the things that I love to help people uncover because they usually bury them and like you said I'm doing this for me like and I'm making a game of it and I love that you proved yourself right <laughs> that is so good
0: But I think it's important for the the rule followers out there to know that it's not everybody else's game. You can make your own rules. So I love that this is what you do with people. And you went through your own transformation
1: in your business. In my business over the many, I feel like the decades of experience, 100% because it is it is really, I used to feel guilty that I lived in Vermont and I skied 100 days a year and I had like all of this like guilt about, about this life I had created. And it's like, wait a minute, because most people are like, don't you work? Well, I did and I do, but on my own terms. And I will tell you as a rule follower and as a like, I worked for my grades, I did not have a memory. It was. I felt like like I was doing something wrong, right? My husband always felt like we're winning the game of life. Like, look at us. Go. We're skiing 100 days. We're, you know, we mountain bike till we both wrecked ourselves. We go. You know, we hike. We do all these things, and we work in a firm yet flexible schedule. So, part of it, if you are a rule follower, is that taking that confidence to create your own rules. Right, create your own rules, and then say, "Okay, it's okay." Because that was an interesting time of just feeling guilty, like, "Oh my gosh, I'm having so much fun, and everybody." Well, and me. this culture of go, 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 go. I
0: also played sports, no. and you're always preparing, and and there's this mindset. I did not know we were allowed to pause.
1: Yes, that's a great. And we are allowed to pause I think too. what happens for people also is because these things are so new. We all as adults want to get it right away we forget that we're human, yet if we look back at kids and even like a baby learning to walk you would never have them like get up like two or three times, fall down and be like, guess they're not going to be a walker. Every time I say it, it is just so hysterical. So if you are learning to tap into your intuition, you're learning to take a pause. You might go a little too far on the other way. If you're learning to stand up for yourself, you might, you might like go all the way. I find that a lot with that and i love the energy centers and the chakras but with the personal power if it's if your solar plexus is off you might be like a tyrant so be gentle with yourself and get support you've got an incredible podcast here there's incredible support tools that as you're learning you don't shy away because you fell down right like oh my gosh i stood up for myself but like i cursed that person out and i've never cursed anyone out before so maybe you do want to apologize or just say you know i got really passionate and i've i'm just learning to stand up for myself you know, be vulnerable and, and make the mistakes because that, I know for me, it was that picture of perfection. And then the more people would say, your Facebook is amazing and your business is amazing and you are amazing and everything you do is amazing. I was like, oh, fuck, I can't, I can't like not be amazing. And yet when you do say, I sucked at this or I had this experience or I went, I remember when my dad died, my mom went to a group and they told them an assignment to go to like a restaurant by themselves, which I love to do, but my mother never went to a restaurant by herself. And she so, and she was not a um, a very like confrontational person. She was like, she came home and told me, she was like, and I told them that I never went to a restaurant by myself before and I'm not going now and that's not gonna help me. <laughs> and so really sifting through, like who you are, so that if that is something that's going to help you and build your strength and let you see that, yeah, you know what, I can do this and nothing happened. Great. But if it's something that you're like, heck no, I have no desire, never did, to go out to eat by myself or whatever that thing is. I find that with strategies too, with business or leaving jobs or switching roles, that people are not looking at what they want. It all comes back to what you want. And how do you show up in the world leading with your values? And it starts with identifying them, really getting clear. Like all of this is a great conversation and it comes down to clarity, taking the time to really say, okay, if nothing else mattered, like what is, if I were dying today, what would I have wanted to look back and say? Or in 10 years from now, what do I wanna say? Like. What do I want my life? What do I want to have led with in my life? And how can I do that now?
0: And being vulnerable is such an important piece. I hadn't really thought about it or talked about it that much, but many days people think I'm great and I'm done grieving, but the days that I'm not okay, I still show up because people need to know that even when you look okay, you have your ups and downs. And it really, I get more feedback on my, difficult days from people. Like, thank you for that. Thank you for being real and not just pretending that everything's fine. So I, I love that you are mentioning that because we aren't encouraged to be vulnerable. And it really is the key to connecting. The minute you open up, magical things happen in relationships.
1: Mm -hmm. So I love relationships, because then you can say, you know, this is me right? This is, this is who I am. And it's just an interesting, we don't know because we are bombarded constantly. And now in this day and age, not only with experiences, but with are the electronics, you can totally get away with not paying attention to your own self. If you, you know, and we do, we say, okay, I'm going to numb out over here, whether it's food or it's, you know, alcohol or other things. And again, I'm not, I am non judgmental. It's bringing that awareness and shining that light on those dark places because the dark, we, the light can't exist without the dark. And it's not like we need to shine the light and as if you are on trial, but it's really to say, like, everybody has that part of them that's lost and broken. And so, how do we? you know, shine the light, right? The light can shine through those spaces. That becomes the beauty of it. And then your light, right? Through your, your experience, you are a lighthouse or a, you know, that beacon for other people. Like don't hit the rocks over here. I'm gonna show you where they are and guide you lovingly. And when you're ready, you're gonna be able to go sail away. But right now, let me show you that it's dangerous over here. You don't want to do this even if it feels like you might right now so i'm just going to light the way and i think that when you then still say yes i can help you with xyz and i still have like i definitely have moments of holy crap i'm going to be 52 i'm not like bothered by my age but my son's 18 going on 19. my daughter's 14 and in high school and i just feel i'm like it it's going fast life is passing by and where do I need to be more present? Where am I sacrificing love and honesty for I need to produce or something, right? So it's, it's I think really the vulnerability and there's a, you know, there's a lot, Brene Brown is an incredible author on vulnerability. Um, I am in love with Mel Robbins and she lives here in Vermont. So yes. as you know, my goal is to have lunch with her um, but she is phenomenally vulnerable. And for those of you who are rule followers, <laughs> like I was, um, I love and I love the science, she backs everything up with science. So there's si- if you are like geeky science, awesome, because the science backs all this up, right? The science doesn't say don't have structure and just kind of float through. That's the science does say something about that. It's not what you want, though. Right? So we can have these rules, these bigger rules that make us feel like those safety guardrails that make us feel safe, but then to really live and ignite that fire within, it's really, I know it sounds hokey, but that's what I, I love is reignite that fire within, reignite who you are, and then really identify those values. And then you can make a plan, right? Then you can say, okay, I I don't need to leave my nine to five, but I do need to stand up for myself. Or I do need to leave my nine to five because I always wanted to have a flower shop or whatever the heck, you know, you, it is that you want to do. How can people connect with you and learn more and talk to you about their transitions? Yeah, I would love that. And it really, um, it just really lights me up. So there's a few different ways, and I know that people are on all different platforms, and so am I. I have an incredible community on Facebook called the Freedom and it's called Freedom and Fulfillment Accelerator. There's no that if you're searching it out. It's an incredible community. Yes, there's stuff about generating leads and business. Yet, we're truly about connecting with yourself and creating that transformation so you can be the beautiful butterfly that you are. If you're on LinkedIn, you can find me there as well. If Instagram's your jam, um, I am on Instagram as well. Uh, my handle is Amy Lewis Solutions on Instagram. So you can go there or Freedom and Fulfillment Accelerator. And if uh, all else fails, you can just shoot me a DM on Facebook. And, I'll be and we'll put all those links in the show
0: notes. Yeah. Thank in case you. So you're not that. sitting here with a pen, but talk mm-hmm. a little bit more about your group because it's an
1: amazing community. The co- and it's so interesting. And, and I'll be totally vulnerable here. If you scroll back, if you really wanted to, you know, kind of, just geek out and and binge scroll through. You would it would take a while, but you'd be able to see the transition. So the freedom and fulfillment accelerator, freedom and fulfillment are different for everyone. For me, it's living in a mountain town, being able to ski 100 days a year, kayak, hike, spend time with friends. You know, be around to drive my kids. It's <laughs> me that's super that's suit that's freedom, right? It doesn't mean I don't have structure, but I want to go to yoga, teach yoga, all these different things, and then the fulfillment piece. I just get a charge out of just walking beside others as they transform. So whatever that, that might, might not be for you, it might be like, I'm a CEO hitting these numbers, or I'm in digital marketing. I'm a, I'm a Facebook ads agency. It's so intriguing to see all the different people. Yet Freedom and Fulfillment Accelerator, the way we accelerate your freedom and fulfillment is by helping you root into you. So the community is a safe space for folks who are in transition. You don't have to know what you, right? That's the trick. Everyone's like, well, when I know what I want, then I'll, or I love the, when I get in shape, then I'll join the gym. You don't wanna wait. So if you're kind of in that, I have no idea, come and join us. It's really a place for you to share and learn and explore. i expand, grow and fulfill is really what it is. And we do some things that are not so sexy, like time blocking so that you see, am I just binging Netflix because I'm so tired at night when maybe I could take a yoga class and that would really inspire the movement I've been missing. So, you know, we do some of these things where to help you to to discover what's missing for you and encourage you to root in and then to share those experiences. So the community is... Um, and I said earlier, oh, you could scroll back through. There's a lot of people in there who are entrepreneurs and business owners. There are also people in there who are retired. There's also people in there who are in corporate. And the group, I have changed the name over time. I was in fitness for decades. So it started really as mind, body, spirit. How can, you know, and, and then we were talking nutrition and fitness, right? To live the life of your dream. So the, That has never changed. What happened was I sort of, everyone, you'd mentioned people telling you to do something that you're good at. I'm really good at systems. And I'm really good at having systems in place to generate the income that you want to bring the the leads in, et cetera. So I got lulled into being a business success mentor. Can I do that? A hundred percent. So the the group started to shift towards generating leads and sales. I'm not saying we won't talk about that stuff, and I won't bring other experts in to talk about that. The number one thing I found and had to return to myself was that this piece, the clarity of your own values, of what you truly want in your life, and we do this in our pre-week together, but there's free resources in the group. So you are come in, there's plenty of stuff in the guides for you. There's yoga, there's meditations, there's, you know, goal setting, there's anything that you, whatever your next step is, and I'll help you and guide you to that next step. But this is what is missing for most people when they make a transition, they forget to take the time to look at what they want, and what their values are and have their values changed right? Maybe you just had a new baby and your values have changed. Maybe you lost your spouse and you're you're like, wait a minute, my values haven't changed, but how I live them is changing, right? Or I don't have this piece anymore. How do I fulfill that connection? So whatever it is, that's what was missing. So that's why I went back to Freedom and Fulfillment Accelerator. And I want
0: to point out for those of you who are in my grief have community, you can join the community and observe. And and you. you do not have to actively participate so it's no. okay to just check it out and, and see if it's a good fit a lot of times people think I'm not ready to join because I'm gonna have to introduce myself and,
1: and you know I will hundred percent disclose that I encourage people to, to introduce themselves I do reach out to group members because there's a million groups and I want you to feel comfortable and welcomed if you are an observer, and I know that that's me, like, I'll come in and just be like, okay, I'm going to stand over on the side, like, even in real life, if I can melt into the background first, I'm really happy. So if you are one of those people, what I would, what I would encourage you to do is say, okay, like, so why do I want to join a group? At what point would I be ready to engage? And you'll see, there's a lot of posts, I'm always asking people, post your tips, what's your wins this week? You know, let's check in, what's, you know, where you experience some freedom in your life. We talk about gratitude and self-care. So if maybe you feel comfortable saying, hey, I went for a walk today, you're welcome to do that or to observe. So I love that you brought that up. Um, but I do encourage people to look for that tipping point. Because I know for me in the pandemic, I could stay at home and did, for 18 months. And what happened was I did lose some, not lose anything that couldn't be rekindled, but I started to use it as a crutch and not go out at all, ever. So I just, and that's, that, this, that's recent now. So just if you are somebody that's like, I do wanna connect with other like-minded people, give yourself time and then you can decide, hey, this group isn't for me, or okay, I'm gonna take a deep breath and just say, hey, happy to be here, or comment on something, or watch a live.
0: Or maybe somebody posts something that you connect to, and you connect with that one person without actively engaging in the group. Exactly. So much value and support. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And what I would do, what, what I would recommend is if you see something that resonates with you, and you want to connect in the DMs, and I do this, I teach this stuff too, because people think business or career is separate from like, personal relationships. And although they're different, they're the same. So if you were to say, oh my gosh, you saw somebody, something in the group, what I'll just give you a quick little tip and it could be used anywhere. I would just reach out and say, hey, so-and-so great to meet you in, let them know what group you met them in. It could just be FFA. They'll be like, what group is that? Um, I loved your... You could take a screenshot of their post. You know, you're, this post really resonated with me, thank you. And that could be it. Like you don't need to do anything else. You don't need to ask them questions. You don't have to ask them how they thought of that quote or whatever the heck. You could just say, hey, I really like this. Thank you so much. That's what I needed to hear today. And that is what's going to build. I think about a real relationship you build with anyone. You don't usually be like, can, can I make you cookies? And what kind of cookies do you like? And do you like dairy-free chocolate chips? Or do you like, you know, so you might just say, hey, nice to meet you. Like, what brought you here? How did you get into the, the how did you get into FFA? You know, whatever it is, just be a real human, even though we're online. That, that, that's my long-winded tip.
0: <laughs> Anything final
1: thoughts for listeners? My final thoughts would be take some quiet time so that you can ask yourself what you want and feel to give yourself the gift of feeling more. And know that when you go through loss, any kind, you. I know I did it. You, you don't want to feel. So I would, my biggest piece of advice would be to an invitation to begin to open your heart again. And that would mean listening. Do I want to join that group? No. Okay. Then don't. Right. So really that would be my final words would be, you are going to be your best guide. So take that quiet time to really tune in and open your heart first to yourself so that you get the answers you need.
0: I love that. Thank you so much. Freedom and Fulfillment Accelerator, Amy Lewis Solutions. We'll put all this in the show notes so you can connect. But thank you for sharing your story and your time and your wisdom with us. And until next time, everyone listening, always be ruthless. Thanks so much for listening today. Your support means everything to me, truly. If this podcast resonates with you, please do me a favor and join in the Ruthless Movement by making some noise and doing one of these four things. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Tell a friend so we can break stigmas even faster. Leave a review so people can see what you think of the show. And last, if you want to learn more about me and be a part of the Grief Hab community, please head on over to the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for spending your time with us and see you next week.